Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, the Comedy Channel. Uh, we're here with Krista Montella, of course, and I'm going to turn it over to my co-host, Mr. Dan Natterman, to introduce our guest of honor. Go ahead, Dan. Well, thank you, Noam. This is a guest that I've been trying to book now for a while. Uh, he's uh, a very, very famous comedian in his native France, and he's now trying to take over America. Uh, Gad Elmala, thank you for coming to the show. Thanks for having me. Bonsoir. How are you? Bonsoir. Okay. Uh, bonsoir. Everybody knows what that means. Yes. That means... Good evening, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and good appetite. We have a very good level of uh, languages here tonight. Yeah. So, so Gad, as you may know, he's doing a show in New York at Joe's Pub from now until June. Yes. Called Oh My Gad. I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah he's doing it, I think, twice a week. No, four, four nights a week. Yeah, until June. Exactly. Okay, and, and this is... To, th th now, why did you decide... This is a question I'm, I know you've been asked 80 billion times. Yeah, but, but my answer is better now. Okay. Okay, I've been practicing. <laughs> Why have you just, because you have everything there is to have in France. You have the, the cars, the, 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 the girls, uh, the, girls the, the money, everything. Everything. And all this. I'm, I'm starting over. He, I've been, by the way, this is no joke. I mean, we've had people, French people come here that pretend to be famous. They all say they're famous. Every yeah. French person they're that comes not. here say they're famous. They're not. This guy is legit. You can't walk down the street with this dude. But you did the same thing when you came to France. I, I, you I, pretended to be very famous <laughs> in America. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, well, yes. And that's why I said I you mean, can't believe at the it. Cellar, at the cellar, uh, you're, at okay. the cellar, you're like one of the... I'm famous in this room. He's a I big right. fish in a small pond. By but, the way, let me tell you something. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very happy to be uh, uh, sitting here at this table because I know this table is very, very important table. This table is, when you sit at this table, I mean, like, you're in the family, right? Yes. Comedians, they, that's the corner. Normally, when you begin, you look at them from there, right? Here, this is the, comment tu dis? Sacré. It's sacred. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I'm sitting here. But just for the show, then they're going to kick me out. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You're always welcome here. All right, okay. good. So why am I doing this in English? To be really uh, honest with you, I, I needed something very exciting, you know? And I feel exactly like I felt 20 years ago when I started stand-up in, in, in France, obviously in, in France. It's new. Everything is new. Um, you know, I'm nervous. I don't know if the jokes are going to work. The language is really a, 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 a challenge. So I just want to start over. I'm not saying I have everything, as you mentioned, in France, but... I want to, um, I don't know, I want to be excited. Can I, can I, ask, be... You, can I ask you a question about that? Is it okay, Dan? Can I ask a question? Of course. Um, yes. So, because so, it reminded me of something that I heard once where they asked Paul McCartney, why does he keep making records? You have everything, money. He says, I don't understand the question. He says, I'm a musician. That's wow, what I that's do. I, I, make, I make music. Why would they think that I would stop doing this? And then, and I would imagine that uh, when, you, when you achieve a certain level of fame, the idea that you can get that, uh, energy of when you started again, the challenge, exactly. the challenge again exactly. is, is got to be. Anyway, I, I'm, he's not it, just. It's, it's something to wake up for. Yeah, the only difference between me and Paul McCartney is that I had to learn English. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he write in French? Michel. You're right. But it's just like, you know, when I come here and I see those very famous uh, comedians. They come and they, they test, they try out, like, they try new new material. Mm -hmm. um, Louis C.K. or Chris Rock or Jerry Seinfeld, when they come to the cellar, you can you can say the same thing. What's what's matter, what's important, it's uh, the work, you know? 
it's not because you're famous that you don't try this anymore and you don't challenge yourself and you don't uh, work out and you don't start over. I'm starting over. I, by the way, he's not just a famous comic. He's the fourth highest paid actor, I believe. Yes. I, I read that in France. Fourth? Why fourth? That's, uh, that's what I read. Yeah. Need a new agent. And wow. uh, he has an estimated net worth. Dan. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Is, is no, it? I, I'm the one who's estimating, by the way. <laughs> and then and then we talk about yours and how uh, much they give you here every night. Is, is, it, is, it, is, it, is there also, and I just wondered this, is there also something special about making it in America sure. as opposed to any place else in the world? Totally. Why? Dude. Explain that. Because, you know, we know that as a cliche, as an idea, American dream, but this is what I'm trying to do right now. Um, I've been dreaming of doing something in English and in America since I was a kid. Um, even when I moved, because I, I live in France, but I'm not French. I was born in Morocco. Uh, I've been living in France for 20 years, but I, lived, I was born and raised in Morocco. Um, and my dream was America, always. Even when I was a kid, it was America. Can, can you explain that for Americans? They don't, I don't think Americans quite understand how America is viewed by the rest of the world in that sense. That's, that's why, yeah, I was, that's why I think it's very funny when I hear that people, some people want to make America great again. Because for us, it's already great. It's still great. <laughs> Now, now, but also by America, people mean like New York, LA, and Chicago. Like no, no one's dreaming of going to North Dakota oh, or maybe like not a <laughs> maybe not a dream. <laughs> but I've been the, to those places. I've been to those places, and I performed in Austin, Texas, and Dallas, and you know a lot of places. And uh, this is really challenging. Have you been to Dallas? Oh yeah, I did. I did my show in Dallas, and and it was not easy. But it and was, you notice you know, differences and oh, dep- a lot, yeah. So a lot. so so in France, somehow America is simultaneously correct me if I'm wrong. Hated and no, considered <laughs> to be extremely unsophisticated in a certain way, like the ugly American type, you know, like, and and at the same time kind of the gold standard yeah. for... Well, for comedy, we are the gold standard and nobody can dispute it. Well, for, for many, for the arts in, in many ways. No. No? Not for the arts. For well, comedy. For the popular. Well, what about... Not for, not for cinema? S- Stand-up in, in, in New York and, and, and movies in Hollywood. And what about music? Or, uh, popular uh, okay. music? Okay. Well, they, they love, <laughs> no, no, they they love our music, too. I thought, I thought you were talking about ours, like uh, the painters and the writers. No, and I, I not mean, like Renaissance I mean, I mean, I like, like pop. No, I don't, I, don't yeah. mean, I don't mean painting. I know nothing about painting. No, I know. I meant like the stuff that... They, they uh, love our music, too. When I was in France the first time, I went to do a radio show there. And, and who's sitting beside me but uh, Adam, what's it? Adam, Adam Levine, Levine from Maroon 5. You can actually see that on YouTube, by the way, me and Adam Levine on the radio together. I did but, see that. I saw but, that. But, but the point is, is that they, they can't get enough American music, American comedy... Um, and and so it's a love-hate. And yeah, totally. Because, yeah, yeah, there's this fascination and also this, oh, American, they're not really, comment tu dis, la finesse. They don't have... The finesse. It's, finesse. It's, a, it's, a, it's a paradox. That's, but an, that's it's an English word. I didn't know they had that in France. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny because sometimes that happens with Americans. I talk about someone, like I say, oh, I'm friends. I, 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 I was with Marion Cotillard in Paris and they say oh I don't know who she is uh, and then I say yeah you know that movie La Vie en Rose oh you mean Mary Cartier <laughs> and he's correcting me <laughs> and he's talking about a French name and he, he's tra- that's Americans that's they want to ch- tell you how you should say something even in French <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is American you have Gad by the way has a show tonight I'm amazed had, had his calmness because I've done comedy in French as, as you know and as our listeners know um, and I, 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 the whole, my whole day, I cannot, I'm so nervous 
Uh, and this is why I haven't gone to France and, and explored that option for myself, because the, the level of anxiety. But Gad, you have a show tonight at 9. I have a show, but to, to tell you the truth, this is kind of Man, a, cool a, a, a warm-up. Warm but you know what happens? I don't know if that, this happens to you when you talk in French. But when I speak in English for more than 30 minutes, my yes. brain is so tired. I, my brain gets tired. I can do shows in France for two hours, jumping, screaming, do the jokes, everything. I'm never tired. As soon as I work the English stuff, more than 30, 40 minutes, my brain is going crazy. And that, and that doesn't get better as you spend more time in the States? But yeah. he's hanging out with French people all the no, time. No, what do you mean? I'm hanging out with you. And with um, Harrison Greenbaum, also he will be here later. <laughs> yeah, and, and other uh, great comedians. Do you uh, change your show, like your act at all, to do it in English? Is oh, there yeah. any, a, a lot of elements that are oh, changed? Yeah. I didn't or? translate my French show. You I did? was okay. I wanted to do it uh, when I first came here, but then I realized that no, I had to write stuff about me coming to America, my perspective on Americans. This is more. This is interesting, you know. I have a few jokes that I've translated to English because they are universal and they can be translated, but otherwise, no. People want to know about yeah, you. Your imitation of uh, Nicolas Sarkozy, great as it is, would not <laughs> kill here. No. He does an imitation of Nicolas Sarkozy. I'm telling you, you think you're in the room with Nicolas Sarkozy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you knew who and, he was. Yeah, and for... <laughs> Oh, that, that's a very... If you knew who he was and if we were not on radio, this is a lot of conditions. You know who he is. Yeah, I know but who you don't is. know what he sounds like. No, no. no. Yeah. All right, so it doesn't matter. He does an imitation of me, by the way, Gad. Uh, is speaking French. I don't know if I want to put you on the spot, but... Uh, you do an imitation of Dan? En passant, je m'appelle Dan Nardemon. Je vais faire un petit quelque chose en français. Et là, déjà, les gens qui disent que c'est pas la peine, alors je suis ici pour vous faire Dan Nardemon. Justement, mon neveu hier a acheté avec mon neveu. Alors, il m'a dit que je. Pourquoi tu n'as pas trouvé l'homme sœur de ta vie British accent. Do you get any joy, whatever your misgivings about what you've accomplished in your life, the most famous comedian in France is doing a Dan Natterman imitation on the radio. Don't you understand that? That's something. Dan Natterman. Dan Natterman. You are somebody. Hey. Hey, Dan Natterman, this is like, hey, hey. Hey, guys, hey, how come on? Because you're not married. Married, I can't for God's sake. Oh, no, mom, my mom thinks you're gay. I think those are just jokes, yeah. There's a guy from an, an yeah, other... He's multi-talented. He's an uh, <laughs> actor. He's also a musician, Noam, which I know. Noam's a musician, too. Oh, I know that. I didn't know you were a musician. I know. Did you I see? Know. I sent you a video of him singing Isn't She Lovely with some chick named Irma. Who's that? Oh, she's great. Singer. French is she a French singer? Okay. Yeah, we did that video. What do you play? I play guitar and a mandolin and... Wow. Just oud. like Steve and Martin. I play the oud. Oud? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, you, yeah. This, wow. Is there a picture? This man here... Was uh, our, I'm pointing to a picture. Was our in my Ryan. father's his name was Ali Hafid. He was Moroccan, oh, 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 and he oh. played the dumbek and the oud, and he was like our best my my father's wow. best friend growing up, and he was a genius. And I learned uh, he's Moroccan or it. Iranian. Moroccan, Moroccan. Okay. Do you know Anwar Ibrahim? No. No. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the except like the oud you know, is my is 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 a great instrument. You know how to play oud? Yeah. Wow. So yeah. one day we should hang out and I want to listen to the oud. I play darbuka, the little, yeah, like yeah. the dumbak, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Noam has a, a music club around the corner, uh, which I'm sure you'd be welcome to, uh, to, to do a guest. Well, he's, uh, friendly, he's friendly with George, and oh, George okay. is the, you know. Well, you know, do you really, in your secret heart of hearts, because I think this is the case with a lot of comics. You know what secret heart of? What? Heart of hearts. Okay. Au fond de toi-même. Oh, I didn't know this one. Yeah, your heart of hearts. Heart of hearts. 
Yeah, heart of hearts. Heart of hearts. Do you want to be a a musician on some level more than a comedian? Oh, yeah. I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to be a jazz... uh, Jazz. Do you say jazz or jazz? Jazz. Jazz. Jazz piano uh, pianist. This is what I wanted. I play piano. This is what I do. This is, but I'm not gifted and didn't work enough. So that's it. I I gave up. But this is, there's nothing that makes me more happy than listening to jazz, watching and listening people playing music. This is my thing, really. Uh, But I, I think a lot of comedians are. I, I have a song, you know, Gad, I don't know if you know this, but I carry a pretty mean tune. Although Noam swears I have no rhythm whatsoever. I've never seen anything like it then. You have no rhythm. <laughs> I think you, you exaggerate my lack of rhythm. No. Be, uh, carry funny. a tune yeah. how? Singing? Singing! Yes. Uh, what do you it, mean? I mean, I sing. I sing it's in surprising, this show. It's surprising because they say that every comedian have they have this sense of rhythm and melody. Well, and, and Noam is. Be- I, I was clapping. He was singing some song, and I'm clapping, and Noam just starts barking at me, he, like, oh. like an angry cur dog. You know, you know, we play here acoustically sometimes, and we have like a tambourine or shaker, various I'm, percussion and Apparently, I can't clap. And Dan is, and I, and I, and I do it with, with pain. But the guys are looking at me. He's the one of the only people I've ever seen who picks up a tambourine, and it's so disruptive. I say, put it down, put it down. Like it's like, and and I believe. He, I mean, I, I believe. Like it's really like, you know, you, you can't you can't overcome it. And but I believe that it is extreme self consciousness. Yeah, exactly. True. Because because rhythm is very primitive in a way, and you have to, and you have to surrender yourself to rhythm. You told me I had no rhythm. I'm telling you that well, you, you, you don't you don't display any sense of rhythm. Uh, uh, well, I'm telling you, I was so despondent. Daddy, you probably thought I would as Dan care if he doesn't have rhythm. He's a comic, but but I actually felt terrible. Well, then that's making me feel bad, Dan. I'll I'll, I'll be sure to lie to you, but I I I, I really. <laughs> I'll lie to you next time. <laughs> what about the what about the cajon? You know this instrument? Yeah, that's a you, I you sit it. on you mean the balls. That. Yeah, no, balls. Balls. <laughs> no, 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 no. Forget about the balls. You sit on it. It's like a box. And you you tap this box with your hands. You do percussion, but you also you know do what? piano. You just gave yeah. me a great idea. We, could we sit on stools when we play with uh, I should make have them make oh, a yeah. stool with oh, a cajon oh. as the seat oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, so that yeah. when you could actually just at any time oh you can you can take in. a stool and, 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 and around sur- surrounded somehow but, just build yeah. it into a stool so when you're sitting right, you could just like this at any time yeah. good idea yeah. yeah that would be great uh, yeah and also a saxophone on the side, <laughs> right? And you just go like uh, one man band and flute up your ass. Yeah, I also wanted to uh, mention Gad is so famous in France, by the way, that when he comes to America to play, he can fill a room up with French people that just happen to be in town. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's true. We sold out Beacon Theater many times just with not French people, but expats, French speakers. When I say French speakers, it's, you know, Africans, North Africans, Switzerland. Um, I don't know, Belgium, and, French, obviously. And your show, now that you're doing it at, at Joe's Pub, which you do, uh, you can go to joespub.com, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And to buy tickets. But uh, how many people in the audience are French, French fans and how many are new American fans? Uh, in the beginning, I would say it was 90 expats and 10 American. Now I think we're getting uh, almost half-half. And nice. it's great. And my, my goal is to have... 100% American crowd. You, you attribute that to word of mouth, people enjoying it and telling their friends? And yeah, and the, the, the shows and, you know, being on TV, we sold out because I went to um, this those uh, talk shows um, and it helped a lot, you know, and also to uh, sh- to me faire découvrir, how do you say this? To show to, to, the, to get your t- exposure. Yeah, to the, um, uh, to the American crowd. Because I do something that I never do in France. After my show, I hang out and I talk to the guy, to the, the audience. 
I don't do this in France because it's arenas. But here, it's great. Small room, I hang out like here, and I speak to Americans. And they say, oh, I heard you on NPR. That's why I came. Wow, really? And nice. you think, you know? So maybe the next one is going to say that he heard, heard that show on Sirius. Yeah, but now why aren't you... I hope so. I hope, I hope we can... How many people do you think? Well, there could be... Uh, we have no well, idea. You know, There's this one guy <laughs> uptown. There's one guy with a yeah, with tinfoil hat. Oh, yeah, with the flute. With the flute. But why aren't you coming to the... I know you played here years ago, and I think you did quite well, if memory serves. I don't know. Not that well. I think it's a very... Uh, well, you didn't blow the place up. You didn't, you didn't no, blow the place up. But, but you, you did pretty well, and... And this is, you know, an American all... I think it would be a good place for you to, uh, you know... I would love, but this is the place that gets me uh, really nervous. I get very nervous when I come here. Very nervous. It's like an, an exam, you know? Is that, is that because of the, the peers that are here watching you? This and, and a lot of great comedians doing so well, used to it, very easy. They do it every night for years and... But, but I want to do it, you know? So I, 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 I did it. I went to um, a few clubs. I want to come back and do it, you know? It's just a, a, a question of uh, um, confiance. Confidence. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's, it's and you do get half off on, uh, on kebabs if you perform. <laughs> this is, that would be the only reason, you know? Like, um, that's the reason why I did the comedians in cars getting coffee. For the coffee. You know? For the breakfast. Nice <laughs> breakfast. Right, of course. And the coffee, you know? You and Jerry are very close friends. Yeah. Or... Um, to the extent that Jerry has close friends, he seems, you know, our sense of him. Do you know Jerry at all? Uh, no. No. I mean, I know, know, he, I say mean, he chooses his friends. You know, yeah. he's not as... as, <laughs> as um, no, he has two. One uptown, one downtown. Yeah, okay. I live downtown. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so, so he had you on Comedians in Cars. Yes. And, uh, and Woody Allen put you in his movie. Yes. You're you're what's your, like, you're really... Is your goal to conquer... You say you want to uh, challenge and... and, 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 and that's in and of itself enough reason to come here. But do you, what, what are your goal, your uh, career goals in the United States? Um, I would like to do. I would like to do my 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 stand-up show, my one hour in English. You know, I do a special maybe for uh, TV for in one year or two years from now, and working very hard on it. This is my my goal. First French comedian uh, on American TV with the one hour uh, special. This is my goal. And what about uh, potentially a sitcom? This could be, because I'm thinking he could be like the yeah. new Ricky we, Ricardo. No, we're thinking about a show, maybe. Maybe we're thinking with some writers and producers about a show. My story, basically. You know, a French guy comes to New York, hang out here with the comedians and uh, the everyday life and uh, perspective on this guy. We're thinking about maybe doing something are, like are that. You Gad, with, uh, Gad yeah. if yes, you do sir. that... Yeah, if you, if you do not write a part for Dan Natterman, <laughs> we're gonna be in trouble. I I, I will I will lose. Yeah. You see, he's respect. a great guy. I will call Joe's pub. No, I'm a great guy because he didn't say if you do that, then you don't shoot here in the right. cellar. Yeah. Because he doesn't need that. That's the confidence. You see, well, I propose. No, to, I, I, I was just not my nature. Him, I, would, I, I, I proposed to him the other day potentially as a writer. Although he didn't, he didn't uh, necessarily leap on that. Do you yeah. want me to remind you all the things that I've proposed you and you didn't respond? Oh, well, but I told you, I'm go. a threesome with your wife. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kidding. He's never been married. But um, Dan is a Dan is a gem, and I do not understand why somebody is not. Picked this gem up, polished it off a little bit, well, he and just shown said, it. Because Dan constantly uh, turns down any. No, I didn't turn down anything. He 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 mentioned the no. possibility. Uh, you don't want to talk about this. No, okay, go ahead. But he he talked about working together in France. I have to get an hour together before we can do anything. 
My problem so with that, Dan. That's, that's my why problem I, with Dan. I'm sorry to interrupt, but my problem with Dan is that he is well, everybody's so, got one. He is so Ashkenaz, and I am so sephardic. <laughs> The, my problem, I get excited, enthusiasm. I play the tambourine when there's a good news. I sing, we cook, uh, I don't know, chicken. <laughs> but this guy, you can tell him, oh, I'm doing the beacon. Well, good. Good for you. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. What the fuck is going on? I want to show some enthusiasm. I love that he attributes as an Ashkenazi uh, characteristic. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, here in America, it's mostly Ashkenazi. For our listeners that don't know, these are the two types of Jew. The Ashkenazi and the Sephardic. distaste. The Sephardics no, are I, more I'm, from North Africa and Middle East. Sephardics are like, they're like, uh, you know, they're uh, more Arabic Yeah, the laid-back, friendly people who know how to have a, have a good time. A good time, right? <laughs> the yeah. Ashkenazi are the uptight people who don't exactly. know how to show any emotion. Yeah, anxiety. With no rhythm. <laughs> That's what we no are. No rhythm. Well, I want to... Um, quite funny, though. We're, we're quite funny. We're I known do, to be funny. I do want to... Uh, I, I think you... Uh, Really, we're extra harsh on me with regard to the rhythm. I, I was clapping <laughs> I, in tune. I don't understand. I'll have to videotape it. Making his way to the stage. You recognize him from his appearances on Letterman. Give it up for Dan Natterman. Thank you so much. And another hand for Mr. Artie Fuqua. Artie Fuqua, that's him right over there. And let him know that you appreciate him. How are you guys doing in the front row? Pardon? Oh, good, he's saying. And that's your wife, sir, girlfriend? My uh, girlfriend. Where are you two from? You're not Americans. Norway. So welcome from... No and you're understanding everything I'm saying? I'm not talking too fast. The people speak... Uh, how many languages do you speak? Five. You know, you go to Europe, but don't be that impressed. That's what they do in Europe. <laughs> they speak different languages. And it's not... We're not dumb in America. We just don't... We don't need to speak other languages, so we don't... It doesn't... I got a friend, Jürgen, speaks four languages. He lives in Germany. He said to me, Dan, how come you Americans don't learn other languages? So I'm like, well, probably the same reason people that can see don't learn Braille. That's probably why. And, um, and I got news for you. Braille would be more practical. Because you might go blind one day, right? That could happen. But you're not going to go Mexican, chances are. Uh, very unlikely. We got Norway. Anybody else from some place that's... That's interesting. Where, pardon? Israel. How are the French people over here? Pardon? Are you? You don't sound it. No French person would say wee oui, wee. Oui. Pardon? You're not from France. No, I am. I am. Are you really? Prove it. Bonjour. That doesn't prove anything. Okay, all right, he's French already. fucking around. French people can't speak English properly. Are you really French? That accent doesn't seem French to me. Oh, tu veux que je parle. Do you want me to speak like that? Yeah, I would prefer that you speak like. I would prefer that you speak like. I would prefer that you speak like that. <laughs> French people speak English. They, you French people speak English. They don't do it right because they're translating it directly from uh, their language into our language. You can't translate a language word for word. But I, because you know, French people say shit like, "I've been here since five minutes." 
Or I will see you when I will be there. <laughs> and you know what French people say too? They say like, I'm coming in America next week. Instead of coming to America, they'll say coming in America. They get the preposition confused. Because one time I was in Paris, somebody said to me, I, when did you come in France? I said, I haven't yet, to be honest. Uh, so maybe, maybe when I get to the hotel, if they have Wi-Fi. I might do you know, I'm thinking, what an odd people they are. To ask if I've just blown a load in their country. And I don't even know you, you know? Bizarre. Did you guys watch the Winter Olympics this year? That's... Sochi, Russia. You know, the, the Summer Olympics is always a place you've heard of. Like Rome or London, right? The Winter Olympics, you, it's like, who's got a mountain? They're just looking for any place with a mountain. Yeah, Sochi, Russia. You got a mountain? I uh, guess we have mountain, but rebel forces are threatening to attack city. <laughs> All right, but you have a mountain, though, right? You gotta, we need that mountain. I mean, we don't, you know, that, our main sport in the United States is football and baseball and basketball. Those are all, we don't care about bobsledding and biathlon. Um, the Super Bowl this year, that's our biggest sporting event. I was on a plane this year during the Super Bowl. This is how important the Super Bowl is. I was on a plane during the Super Bowl and the pilot would announce the score. That's how important the Super Bowl is that the pilot is announcing the score. Now, I don't know if other countries have sporting events that are that important. Like if you're on Iberia Airlines or Spain, if the pilot comes on and says, uh, Senores, senores, this is your captain speaking. And the bull won the fight. <laughs> and the final score, a bull alive. A bullfighter is not looking good. Uh, I will keep you posted before landing on his condition. You guys are great. That's it for me. Back to your post Artie Fuqua and more show after these words. Here he is now. Thank you, Artie. Dan Dunneman! Dan Are you familiar with I Love Lucy? Of course. Yeah, so you like Ricky Ricardo. Here you are, this guy whose English is approximative. And um, where is he from? He was from Cuba. Okay. Desi Arnaz. And, and, and he was a musician. Uh -huh. And he had a sitcom. So I'm thinking... That could be you. You could be like the funny French guy yeah. with the wife that you know always makes fun of the way you talk. Yeah, with the quirky next door neighbor who right. was always trying to uh, yeah. the with the guy. always yeah, trying yeah. to get in the show. That would be great. That would be great. What what what, what part should I give him? To give me? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, any part that's a nice meaty part. You want a I girlfriend on the in the? No, I don't care about that. Oh, you don't care? Okay. All now right. look, you do what you want to do. He's already got. Gad's been very good to me. He put me in his documentary. That he did in France, yeah. and uh, so I, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm famous in France, but every now and again somebody says, "Hey, you were in the Gad documentary." So, Listen, so show some. I've not uh, gotten laid from it yet, but I, <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> but why limit that to the documentary, Dan? It's not a. Uh, yes, uh, well, that's a good one. You didn't come in Paris, you mean? I didn't come <laughs> no, in France. <laughs> come in France. That's yeah. his joke. That's I my know joke. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> knows his joke. Uh, you, you, yeah, have, you have people audience. that you meet in life who are. Almost everybody is, is falls into a category. So then you have a guy like Dan Natterman who is really unique. You see him one time, and you will remember oh, yeah. that guy. Oh yeah. So For better. Or worse. So you, you just you just give him some good lines to read, and he is going to be great in anything because making something, giving something distinction, 
is a huge challenge in any artistic enterprise. Yeah. You know, in I music think you and should it. be in a Woody Allen movie. Absolutely, well, you, you would be perfect if you talk you, to Woody. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even have to play. I don't even give a fuck. Play. Play. Right. Give a fuck no, what he does. Dan, either this man, I mean, is oh, interested, is interested in you, or he wants to go on the radio. <laughs> well, Harrison, yeah, we just uh, a few more minutes. Harrison Greenbaum is here. So you just you just said fuck. Are we allowed to say fuck? Yeah, this is Saturday radio. Get it out of your system, But but fuck does not come naturally to Gad. He's not at that level in English. If somebody punches him in the stomach, he doesn't say fuck. He says putain. <laughs> That's how you know. No, I do the bleep. You, he goes bleep. bleep. Gad is very fun for the whole family in France, and I don't say that. I say that with all due respect. In other words, I, you're, I you're, like you're, that. I like that. You don't like rely. That too. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not dirty as, uh, at all. No, and because I talk about things that I know. So sex, I have no. Experience. <laughs> he's a virgin, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, virgin. No, I, you know, I. It's uh, observational. Observa, ob, 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 how you say this? Observational. observational. Every time you ask me for a word in English, it's, it's the same basic. word. <laughs> it just pronounces different. You see this? I, I don't mind dirt, people who are dirty at all, of course. I but, don't but, mind. Uh, but I have the, the most respect for the comedians who can do it clean. Well, I mean, that's, I would say I have more challenging. I have respect for somebody who's funny, whether they're dirty or clean. But I do think being funny, clean is an extra hurdle. But I, I certainly don't condemn. I have more than a few, you know, dirty, dirty jokes. Is is Not French really. comedy in general more clean than oh, American? No, or? no, you have you have okay. both. You have specialists, right? You have guys who know how to do it. You know. Uh -huh. And um, but you, you're not. You don't have any dirty. I have a lot of uh, uh, innuendo. What is this innuendo? Innuendo that means I'm implying things. I'm oh. insinuating. Yeah. You can't get through an American comedy act without someone cursing. Usually. Yeah, you can. So I'm just. I mean, yeah. If you have super clean comics, but the average Tom act, Papa, you know, Tom Papa no. doesn't. Uh, uh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, they're not uh, at all. No. Jerry's very clean. Very Jerry's clean. Very but, clean. But, but, super clean. But Bill, when Bill Cosby was clean, we thought. But <laughs> well, so now, but, but he was, you know. And you're continuing that tradition in English or in English? Are you gonna are you gonna be the, are you gonna let yourself go a little bit and, and maybe explore some areas that you don't explore in French? This, uh, this is a good question because when you perform in another language, you feel more uh, free. Yeah. Even if you not only the language, your mind, you know, uh, your vision, your perspective become you to owes. How you say to owes? To dare. To dare. You dare. You go to some places you don't go. In your uh, uh, original uh, mother tongue, right. mm -hmm. is is it is it? I'm getting tired with the language. Well, you guys. know, I, when <laughs> I speak well, French, I feel like another person. Like I'm, there's like a barrier, you know, because it's there's a weird thing. Like I can talk to chicks in French. It's almost like I'm texting them, it, because it's not as direct. So if I say if I meet a woman and talk in French, I'm more at ease saying things a little more. Um, Adventurous, shall we oh. say? I, I I don't know what it's like to be extremely famous, but I imagine it it there is a psychology associated with it, and it and it and it probably wears you down over time. But is there something to the fact that's also liberating about being somewhere where you're not famous? Like when you're famous, I imagine you you yeah, can't even risk you can't even risk saying oh. something about a certain because you don't know how to be in the papers tomorrow. Uh, totally, so don't even bother. Totally agree. You can kind of like get lulled into, oh yeah, I'm in America. Let me and and and, and that's, know, that feels good. Yeah, right? he's got spies everywhere. There's French people all over the place. No, you know what? It's show. very interesting because in the beginning, some French journalists would come to my show in America and say, oh, he said that about France. Oh, he said that about. But then, I mean, they, they, they forgot, they don't. But it's true what you're saying. You, you go, you dare, you, you don't care, all right. And no, it's not a big deal if I say something about, I had very bad jokes that bombed, totally bombed. Nobody talks about it, I just don't do it the day after, that's it. But in France, whoa, this is a whole, you know, they want to talk about it, and the press, and the TV, and the journal. 
So here, yeah, I'm free. Speaking like, uh, of fame, I mean, in your act, you talk about how you come to America, and in France, you're, you're not anonymous. If you come to America, you're anonymous, it's great. Um, because you can just walk the streets. But then yeah. after a few days, it's starting to piss you off. No one knows yeah. who I am. Yeah. Now, how much of that joke <laughs> is real and how much of it is just to be funny? I mean, do you really get pissed I off? I think it's a, it's a funny joke for the, for the French, not for the Americans. They don't know what I'm talking about. But, but, but the funny thing is when I am with, like, the, 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 the story that I tell in my show is true that I was in a bar and I went to talk to a very beautiful American girl in L.A. And she basically, how do you say this? Told you to fuck off. No, almost. Right, and then the a group of French guys, you know, walked in the bar, and they asked me for pictures and blah blah and autographs. And she came back to me. Of course. She was like, "Who the fuck are you?" Change your tune. And you know, and you know, and then you know the the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> you kicked her to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> but he he also has a funny joke about how he he can when he's in America he he takes the opportunity to to buy uh, uh to go to the drugstore because. You know, in France, you can't go to the drugstore oh, yeah, and yeah. buy and buy things that people will say. Yeah, I don't do this joke Mala has way, diarrhea. Should, yeah, yeah, I should do this joke. No, I don't do it anymore. You know, I've worked on this, and I realized that all the jokes that are related to the fame, and it's fun for the French audience, but the Americans, they don't relate. They don't understand what he's saying. So Ray Romano had some kind of joke about trying to buy porn in a hotel when he was famous and he couldn't he was, couldn't buy it oh, as Ray Romano. Yeah. I don't remember the joke. It's oh, a sim oh. similar yeah, thing. It's the, yeah, it's because. Well, how do famous people get a? Pres I don't know if you're on prescription medication, <laughs> but I, I, how do famous people get their antidepressants or their Valtrex or their? Let me tell you something. Yeah. One day in Paris, I uh, was sick. I got to. I went to the pharmacy and I got some antibiotic. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Antibiotic. Antibiotic. Yeah. And so he put everything in the bag. I said, okay, how much I want to pay? And the guy said, no, this is on me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst uh, uh, present. You don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Let me pay my shit yeah. because I don't want to get this offered. No, I don't want we have with us, by the way, just stopped by Harrison Greenbaum, longtime hey. comedy seller um, alum, alumni, and I invited you because I know that you and Gad have a special relationship. Yeah, Is we live together. Very special. Yeah, we uh, we yeah. cuddle. The same same room, same uh, right. Oh yeah, same room, same apartment. We alternate same. top and bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, no, I now, you know, now, you now I don't believe it. No, <laughs> I know, I know uh, Harrison's not alternating. No, Harrison is. You know, Harrison is a great comedian. We met uh, when I was uh, shooting the documentary, like uh, Dan. And since then, he, you know, we we work together. We try to find thing. He helps me uh, uh, to find some jokes. He opens for me um, um, at Joe's Pub and other uh, places. Um, voila. Yeah. Voila. Now, Gad, I don't know if you... Uh, have you noticed anything interesting about Harrison? Oh, many things I yeah. noticed about Harrison. <laughs> He's a magician. He seems he, quite European, I'd say. Yeah. Um... You know, like... Uh, but he's enthusiastic, even though he's Ashkenaz, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you are not. That's, that's my problem, you know? Uh, he's smiling, he's vivre. happy. La joie de he has vivre. a joie de vivre. He has yeah, the joie de vivre. Uh, that's a French phrase I know. There's no joie de vivre. <laughs> no. Not a man. There's joie de mort. Joie de mort. <laughs> oh, <laughs> absolutely. Well, there's joie de sleep. <laughs> so, so can, I, can I just ask a question? I enjoy I, it. Because I, I can't help it. I want to ask it. I know it's, it's cliche and trite, but I never really heard it answered. To, to my satisfaction is Jerry Lewis actually some kind of 
hero in, in France. You know, that's what he we... He was. He is. He was. Of course. Why? Uh, yes, of course. Hero. He is the most popular comedian, comedic actor of all time for French people. Because he's not here. What do you mean he's not here? He's, he's, well, he's very famous not, here. Not no, here. he's not. He's not. He, he's, his popularity did not continue. Yeah. And, he, and he's considered because to be kind of uh, uh, cheesy. Yeah. Cheesy, well, yeah. Yeah, no, it's because it's 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 very simple to understand that. It's all about the physicality and the crazy things that he used to do. So that's why that's why Mr. Bean also was super famous in France, you know? Mm. Because they had all the gesture and the facial things and this is why, you know? And, and Americans don't like that anymore, is that it? That, I don't know. I don't want to speak for them. Well, also, they're, they're speaking in English, but if the French audience is watching it, they can get what he's saying better because all the physicality. This is why yeah. you guys know Louis de Funès. Louis de well, Funès. Well, no, no, they don't know Louis de Funès. What do you mean? Americans? Nobody knows him. I, know I mean, they sight. don't know anything about other... Very little, very little. No. no. Ask them one French actor. They don't know. Bridget Bardot. Bridget Bardot. Maurice Chevalier. Jean Reno. Jean Reno. And then who plays Amelie? Audrey Tattoo, by the way. Audrey Tattoo. had a love scene with her in a movie. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sophie Marceau. Did you have a love scene with her? Sophie Marceau? Yeah. Yeah. And Marion Cotillard. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of love scene? Love scene. Naked? Yeah. How does that work? Are you actually naked? Um, No. No, unfortunately, I would uh, <laughs> love it. Uh, I would have loved, but no, no. There's he, something you, they strap your, they strap your. Genatil. Genatil. <laughs> <laughs> I took a risk. I, I took a chance. Did it come out? Hey, Genatil. <laughs> That's so cute. Like yeah, a penis. Le petit, le petit penis. Le petit penis. Welcome to the show. It's a very fine show. No, you, they put something, you know, to, you know. And, and is it arousing to shoot a love scene? I would imagine it's pretty uncomfortable. Like, uh, there's a whole depends. Film I mean, crew. depends. You know, I was uh, supposed to kiss Sophie Marceau, and I was pretending to uh, like uh, a trip on the stairs, you know, to redo it again, again, and again because it was so. It's beautiful. It's a great job, right? You have Sophie Marceau in your arms, and you have to kiss her seven, eight, nine times. This is a great job, and you, you get paid for this. You get paid for that, huh? Yeah. He, he, there's a great movie. I didn't see the movie he's referring to, but uh, Or Dupree, or Priceless, Priceless is the American title. Uh, with him and Audrey Tattoo plays a prostitute uh, that, 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 nice, that yeah. Gad, well, the character of Gad in the movie is trying to like afford her, but he can't, and, yeah. it's, so, uh, and comedy ensues, and, and Audrey Tattoo looks phenomenal and very sexy in this movie. I, I want to, 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 to just click clarify something in my mind because it made me think what Harrison just said. So if Harrison is correct that the reason is because of the language, does that mean that the physical gesturing comedy by French comedians is less popular in France or is this just a genre that they still, by the way, I just want to make it clear, I adore that brand of comedy. Like, we still play Chaplin here. I know. This, uh, I, yeah. Because we regard him and my father too as the. And as you see, no sound, right? No, no sound. So, no. so uh, but, although you know, you know that stand-up comedians look many look down their nose at comedy that's not observational. Like literally, oh. they 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 don't respect. You know this expression: look down their nose. No, but I understand. They're arrogant. Okay. You know, arrogant about it. They they, yeah, don't, they don't respect physical comedy. Uh, even even when it's mixed in with the pathos and the and the the genius of Chaplin in the storyline, they still don't respect. Pathos at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> pathos is probably a, a similar word in French, no? 
I don't even. I, well, it's I don't even know an what English it, word. It's a Latin word. I don't even but, know what it means yeah. in English. But but he's been. We've been here a half hour. So Gad, your English is starting to. Probably now you're getting fatigued. No, I, I I'm going to switch to French. That's it. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it's a warm up. It's a warm up for my for my show tonight. Are you opening the show tonight? Yeah. So maybe you're going to do a longer set. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's very, I open for Gad the other. It's very tough because they're all there. You know, they're there for him. Well, maybe I just stink. But um, <laughs> I, had a tough, just, I had a tough time the other night. You just don't seem to be happy to be there. And then they look at you and they say, why? I mean, they I put, couldn't be happy. They give us this guy we don't know. It's an opener. We're going to be nice. So he, at least he should be nice with us. I, I was perfectly nice. Apparently not, Dan. Well, no, not no, I just But they're there because they're still bringing the audience in. And there's a lot of commotion. So, so Dan, when you hear him say so, and he's being obviously pretty forthright, pretty you know blunt yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. What so, goes through your head? Do you, do you your your immediate action? Is I, to, think, I think he's out of his mind. Wait, wait. Your immediate reaction <laughs> is to be defensive. Obviously, that's human. But then at some point, you have to say to yourself, "Wait a second. He's he's my friend. He's a fan of mine. He couldn't be telling me this unless he really believed it. Oh, he he's does. not an opinion I can dismiss because he's obviously accomplished. Maybe I should. Maybe he's right. No, but he's not in this particular case. Um, no, he. For I'm some a reason, little he, bit exaggerating. He misunderstands situation. me. For some reason, he perceives me. Him as, and all the members of the audience, apparently. No, well, no, because it's a tough room to open. Um, yeah, you know, because they're still filing in. Yeah, but Harrison could maybe tell us about it. Sometimes it's very hard, right? Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easy. It depends on the, I think, the ratio of English speakers exactly. to non-English speakers. The more English speakers you have, and the more the easiest. Because yeah. Boston felt like there were a lot more oh, right, just yeah. native English speakers. Yeah. Where sometimes there's an audience where I say, who here speaks English as a first language? You get three hands. Wow. <laughs> so that's going to be a harder one because they're French speakers first and English speakers second. What I'm getting at is that God has identified something in Dan, which we right. all recognize right. as yeah. Dan Adam and fans. And he I was gonna refuses say the key is, to look it in well, the what eye. Is, what exactly? If Dan does it again, you should wear a scarf that will enamor ah. you with the crowd. <laughs> he's, he's right. Wear, all right. Well, that could be. That could be. Or a uh, beret. <laughs> Well, what exactly are you referring to that he has hit upon? I, I, I think that when you get, and, and I don't want to dominate, anybody cut in, I think that when you are not totally in your comfort zone, with, which with you is a very, yeah. very sweet spot, <laughs> narrow <laughs> sweet spot, like really, like, you know, <laughs> right. that you get a little flustered and it will come, and it comes across maybe as being aloof or not friendly right. or whatever, which is not actually, you're not feeling unfriendly. It's just nerves apparently. But you do lose something. I've seen it in you, and I don't know how you can overcome it. But the but it has to at some point start with acknowledging it, if you can ever overcome it. And some people, you know, it, it's human. You may not be able. That's to That's another it. show we just started right now, right? Yeah. It's, it's another show, La Psychologie. Yeah. La Psychologie of Don. But I think it's for <laughs> analysis. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with the French word for sourpuss. <laughs> no, it's not sourpuss. But go ahead, go ahead, God. What were you going to say? Know. I think I think just it's very interesting to hear that, and I think only real friends can talk about it. Absolutely, and in, in private, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on the radio with all the listeners. Exactly. <laughs> you know, this is a particularly tough time for me because we are at the beginning of 2016, and the beginning of the year is always particularly difficult for me because I have such expectations going into the new year, like this is going to be my year, and then after a few weeks, I'm like, oh, this is just going to be as shitty as last year. You know what I mean? You put a lot of pressure on yourself at the beginning of the year. And so uh, I am. I, I, January tends to be a difficult month for me. Hmm. What about April? Uh, April's <laughs> usually pretty good. April things start to get better around Jack July. season. So I'll see you. Yeah. Book them in April. <laughs> no, and, I, I, and also I'm I'm in a very angsty uh, state right now in general because 
because I'm just, you know, uh, because I'm always in an angst, an angst-ridden state. But um, you know, I'm getting older and I'm starting to panic about about no. uh, my future. Tu dois apprendre à accepter ce qu'on te donne. On me donne quoi exactement? L'amour. L'amour, j'ai pas d'amour. On te donne l'amitié. La, <laughs> oui, j'ai l'amitié. You should translate. You said you should accept what you have and you have friendship. Oh, there you go. That's a nice sentiment, Dan. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, although I just got a W-9 from another comedy club. I won't mention its name. And they put as the income they paid me this year over a million dollars. So I'm in the middle of trying to get them to correct that. You're a, you're a tax shelter. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, why? What, you didn't pay me one point. They barely paid me a thousand, let alone $1.1 million. Someone By the way, don't let him fuck He's not that happy a guy. Uh, why, why are you lashing out at him? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, it's not an insult. No, no, it's oh my God. Like many great people, like many great artists. No, this happened to me, what Harrison just said. Happened to me uh, in France. But the opposite. Oh, no. Well, yeah. that's good, though. They were, go they, sh they were supposed to give me one million. They gave me one thousand. <laughs> Maybe they were planning on sending you a thousand checks. I was mad. Right. <laughs> no, but Dan, uh, I mean, maybe you prefer to talk about it in private, but you know, when you come to the room, the green room, I'm happy to see you, but if you're nervous, that's something. But sometimes I want to say I'm happy to see you. And when I touch him, he gets very embarrassed, you know, anxious. When I touch him, because Sephardic people from Morocco, they like to touch, so he doesn't like to kid. <laughs> Then I give him a nice hug, <laughs> little kiss, you know. But the French, they French have a thing, they kiss guys, kiss guys in France. I don't yeah. know if you know. And they kiss twice. They do the cheek twice. to cheek. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that, that uh, YouTube viral video of that fat black woman talking says, on the I news can't. about the thing? Like, like, I just, I, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like... What, what It's a horrible uh, woman, uh -huh. and I just feel like when you're judging Ashkenazi Jews by Dan Natterman, I like you. I don't. I don't think it's fair to. To I mean, he has to he has him. to use him as the poster boy for the the, the, the traits of Ashkenazi. Well, like you can hug me, and I don't even know you very well. Hug away. I don't mind being hugged. Uh, but Dan, I, Dan, I'm I know a big I, hugger. I put my hand on Dan like, and you can feel him tense immediately. He doesn't, he doesn't like. I'm it. sure. Is this something from childhood? But, but, but you know what? When you well, shake, when you shake. No, I mean nothing. Well, yeah, my. Sure, my uncle used to fuck me in the ass. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, I don't. Uh, no. Uh, no, I don't think it's related to. It's connected to that. No, it's Ashkenaz. Yeah. <laughs> God, let me ask you this question. Yes. Gad, not God. Gad. 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 Uh, uh, God, Gad. Gad. Gad is. Uh, yeah. But in French, God is something else. What God is it? means a dildo. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's a big difference. Yeah. No, some people believe in dildo. One yeah. you used to fuck in the ass, and the other is God. This, this Why fucking the ass? This is... Well, <laughs> you know the joke. I broke my teeth. Um, what, uh, you know, this is for Dan again, but you can get real perspective on this it. This is his show. It's all about you today. What's wrong? But, but this is kind no, of, it's it often, will be about you, too. The question will be, about, will be an insight into both of you. Yeah, okay. If you were never to become famous as you are now, if you were only to achieve... Dan Natterman level success yeah. in France. Yeah. Do you think you'd be happier, more unhappy? <laughs> do, uh, do, do you okay, to be honest with yes. you, if I had the power, the comedic power, the writings and the strong jokes that he ha that he has, if I had the same, I would be the happiest man in the Look world. Look at that. Even yeah. without the fame. Without the fame. I don't care. I believe he's you. He's sharp. He's uh, very smart, brilliant, great jokes. Always the same jokes, but <laughs> but very strong. 
Very strong. Well, no, I do have some new jokes. But I, I would prefer to have less, I mean, more button jokes. How do you say this? Less good jokes. Less good jokes. And be, you know, fun, happy, eating kebab and hanging out. Because my problem with Dan is that and, and that he, he he dismisses everything unless he's super famous. When no, we no, all, not at all, not at all. When no, we all know it perfectly well, not at all. It doesn't. Ma- he can no, become I'm, a household name, and no, he it was has still nothing be to do with, It has nothing to do with the fame. I just okay, okay, want to make enough money. Okay, now let me give it. No, no I, I want to give you this enough example. Money when we first met, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this is the debate. This is the presidential. No, when I when we first met, we were talking blah blah, and then I googled him and I saw him on Letterman. He was doing a set. He was doing a bit on Letterman. Letterman for us, for everyone, is a, a monument. It's crazy. So I said to Dan, wow, I saw you on Letterman. And he said, well, no. I said, Same suit every time. Don't, um, don't, ne m'enlève pas mon plaisir à moi. Don't, don't uh, harsh my mellow. No, don't, don't piss don't, on my parade. Yeah, I mean, it's my pleasure. I was happy to see you there. It's like when you do a good set and I say, that was great. They say, oh, no, I don't know. Bye-bye. <laughs> what? It's not if you have sex with a girl and she said, that was great. That's never happened. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you Is that in your act? I don't want to get too much wait, into wait, my, my psychology uh, uh, because uh, that's not why we're here. We're, I guess we're always here for that. Now let's bit, talk about Harrison and Harrison. his sexual <laughs> sexual preference. <laughs> yeah, very, very. You don't have any more on Dan? <laughs> no, I just want to, in, in my own defense, I, I'm only, all I really want is to have enough money that I don't have to do certain gigs that I really don't like doing, like going to comedy clubs on the road. I have an idea, but I'm not sure he, you're going to accept. Why, what about you sell me all your crazy jokes for a big amount of money? I'll do it. And then you go on vacation, you have fun, you hang you out. You take the whole act. I'll give you the act. I'll give you my act. And you, the accent. You uh, give me... You, <laughs> I'll give you the whole act. I'll give you... And, and I'll the throw problem, in... It comes with the accent. Does it come with the voice? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll throw in... I'll, but only for his jokes. Like, the guy would be talking normally like this. Yeah, what's everything? How big is my What about this? You would make a lot of money. I give you my act in English. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you get the... Uh, because sometimes... You get the act. You get the... Uh, the, uh, the um, the uh, can opener. <laughs> what? And, and, and a set of steak knives. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you, what For you $2 million. Because sometimes he helps me. He, you know, he gives me jokes. He's but a great he, writer. He's a great writer, but he doesn't give me the best jokes. You know, he, you know, he takes the... You no, think he holds back? Yeah, of I don't, course. Actually, is that true, Dan? No, it's not so. true. I but it's I, true. I'm, it's Harrison is giving the best. He's doing his best. He's happy oh, when I'm doing good. <laughs> it's all about Harrison. Yeah, it's... No. I mean, what about this? You get a lot of money, you go on vacation with a girl, you don't, you know, every day and the seller and this, you spend the three most beautiful months of your life. No, I would only, I would only do it, you want my act, my whole act? No, like, give me like 10, 10 jokes of your act. Yeah, but if it's my act, that these are my good jokes, I need a lot of money, I need like retirement money. Yeah. I, like yeah. a million dollars. Two million, two million. <laughs> no, you said a million. <laughs> yeah. I'm at a million euro. Are you, okay. Million I, give euro. It, I give you one million uh, euro. Unless if you prove me that you're going to make one million dollars if you don't sell oh. that to me. That's oh. a Sephardic talking. That's well, a good deal. Uh, That's an interesting deal. Okay. I, I don't have so, that proof. Uh, okay. Your mother can maybe tell me. Okay, I don't know what he means. Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you t- do you tell your jokes uh, about you know the sexual ambiguity and everything? I, in, I, mean, I do the whole act. I mean, I have a couple. I have a chunk now about France and sort of me connecting to the French audience as an American. 
So but for, otherwise the same. For the people who don't know Harrison, Harrison is a is a great comedian. Went to Harvard, Thank by you. the way. But he appears I don't know if you can say things like this anymore, but but he appears to be homosexual to to, to somebody who, you know To the naked eye. To the naked, <laughs> naked eye. <laughs> to the what? To Better the, than saying with a microscope. That's how he and how he knew. Oh, he's only gay under a microscope. You're like, what? <laughs> And uh, and honestly, to be honest, I'm, I if, if you had a gun to my head, I would you know I would have to say I, believe, I brought lady friends to this table. I, do, I, I don't I don't buy it. I believe <laughs> I believe he's gay. I, as a matter of fact, oh I, yeah, seriously, absolutely. I I'm more com. It's I know that Harrison's gay, and I'm pretty sure my kids are mine. That's how, <laughs> that's how confident I am. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Harrison is not my son. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Harrison's not my son. You can't no. split the difference at bi even? Be, because, full no, on gay. I don't, full on, or whatever, I'm not sure. Those what, are different. I'm not sure what bi means. Bi but, would mean I'd be into to guys and girls. But but I'm, I would, uh, I, I'll give you, at least I just saying, I think sexual conduct uh, sexual contact with a man is in your repertoire, and I will not believe that it's not. Repertoire is French word. Re- I, I can't believe <laughs> so that. You know. Well, no, but the reason <laughs> I split hair. Oh, the reason we, I, oh, we're the talking reason, very private here. So. That's, that's but okay. the reason I split hairs on it is the bi gay thing is. Bi would suggest, like, gay would suggest I have zero desire to have sex with women ever. Right. Bi would say I have both. So I think when you say gay, you're implying that I have no sexual desire for women. So are, you, are you copying to bi right now? I'm not, but I'm saying the it gay thing. It sounds an awful lot like you're admitting to <laughs> buy. No, but it, gay is way easier to demolish than buy. Because it's different proofs, right? Well, thank you for helping me with my case. And okay, buy. I'm sure Harrison is I'm Harrison is buy. Now what you got? Different proofs. No, but that's at least easier. All right. I think I think I think you walked into a trap there with that. With I don't that. think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least we were agreeing that I'm attracted so, to women. The question is if I'm also attracted to men now. Which is a separate question than if I'm attracted to one or the other. That's why I split hairs on it. Just shut up. Are you attracted to men or not? I'm not. I like. Nice to be here, guys. It's nice. Uh, I love to be on stage. I love being on stage. I did a lot of musical theater when I was in high school and college. So my nickname was Faggot. It was good times. It was good times. Uh, if you're still laughing, you're perpetuating the hate crime. So good work, everybody. People think I'm gay. All right, good reaction. Uh, it's weird, right? Because some people think you're gay. There's no proving that you're straight, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about, sweater, right? Like, like if you walked in on me and I was just making out with a dude, don't get excited, but if I was just making out with a dude, you'd walk in and be like, he is definitely gay, and that's reasonable. But you walk in on me, I'm making out with a woman, you'd be like, he's fooling himself. And that's... Not that it doesn't have its advantages, though, you know what I mean? Like, nobody does me to donate blood, so that's good. <laughs> HIV joke, high five, everybody. We did it. We did it. Actually, V is the Roman numeral four or five, so HIV is a high five, if you pronounce it correctly. It's an language joke, everybody. This comedy train is going express. I am. I am. I'm straight, I think. I don't know. Let's go with it. I... I don't know. I've never had sex with a man, so I don't know, you know? Like, maybe I'd like it, you know? Maybe I'd love it. I didn't mean to look evil times I said that. But you know the saying, right? The dick fits. Not a saying. It always does. 
you use that in your act. Yeah, oh yeah. That's why I feel it's I have a green light to talk and about. And what makes you Fair. think I'm gay? Nobody, <laughs> I don't think that you're gay. <laughs> we never said you that. You think everyone is gay. So what makes you think I'm gay? I don't think. Why are you saying this? I don't think. I, I, I just. You could now be gay. you're trapped. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't know. I, because I don't believe that. He that looks like Jerry. Just the eyes like this. No? Yeah. Something. You look like Paul Newman. Oh, really? With the eyes, yeah. With this, I look like Eddie Murphy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, this personality type exists in nature throughout <laughs> throughout cultures and it's representative of uh, whatever it is i mean i didn't make the rules i'm not you know i'm not, <laughs> I'm not god gad but that's the way it is i'm no god gad i like it <laughs> was you, there a question in there well i'm throwing the subject open to uh to, to to anybody who wants to address it Or we can talk about uh, something else. I would like to. I feel like, like Mark uh, Normand had the best. We were on a, a different podcast, and he said the reason I know Harrison's not gay is because if he was gay, he would do it because it would move his career forward faster. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, you, what? That is a right? good point. Like it would be an advantage to be gay and, and Jewish. And Jewish. The Jew, not so much. Oh, really? Not in comedy. I feel like. Too many Jews in comedy. It doesn't, it doesn't get you ahead. In, Nobody's in, like, in France, oh, you got to book this guy. He's a Jew. In France, the comics are, that I've met are overwhelmingly. Uh, Muslim Arab, is that correct? No, I would percentage? say not only Muslim Arabs, uh, I would say North African Jewish and Muslims, but in the 80s, uh, most of them were um, uh, Al uh, Algerians, Tunisians, and not a lot of Moroccans, Algerian, Tunisians, Muslims and Jewish people. Michel Boujna and Smaïn and all those guys are from um, North Africa. Wait, who was that first guy? Uh, Michel Bouchner. Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know him. <laughs> See, that's interesting, though. Is that because they were sort of outsiders, so they yeah, had better I perspective? So. I think yeah. that's that's Immigrants. typical of of comedians in general. Right, because yeah. in America, the Jews were the outsiders, and that's why we, they sort we have, of... We have very few Arab comedians, although there are um, some. No, there, you have there, some. There, there, well, yeah, we have um, um, Ahmed, 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 Ahmed. Maj is actually is he's he Persian, is, is Persian, he, he's Persian so. but he is Muslim I believe yeah Dean Obadala <laughs> Dean was 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 really Christian kind of well, he was <laughs> Dean was Italian when I met him and then after 9/11 all of a sudden he said well now I'm going to be Muslim because this is more interesting so right. so we're almost out of time I I saw your uh, Seinfeld thing and I for some reason it sticks in my mind that you said to Jerry Something like, you know, whenever you meet another comedian, no matter where in the world it is, there's a connection oh, yeah. between comedians. And I also remember he kind of, I guess it's the editing, he didn't he didn't address it, he didn't answer it, just, he just kind of let it hang there and moved on. Larry Miller has a similar quote, which is that we're all brothers in arms. So, so uh, but I was interested in that. What is it that you, you know, feel your when connection you, when with you a comedian When you say this, is? I think about musicians also. It's the same connection. It's very strong, more than actors, more than... I think it's uh, similar to um, musicians. It's something that we feel very strong. I mean, real comedians who observe, who uh, do like uh, analyze, analyze life yeah. mm -hmm. and really look at the world with the microscope. We're connected. We don't, you know, we don't need... There's a very funny story with Jerry. The first time we met, he was in Cannes at the festival. He walked in a room. He knew that he was going to meet with me first time. And we were like 12 people. So he walked in the room, and I swear I'm not uh, making that up or something. He pointed at me and said, you're the funny guy. I said, what? 
I said, you Googled me or something before. I said, no. I said, how do you know? I'm the comedian. There was like agents, publicists, actors. He said, you're the funny man. Oh, yeah. yeah that reminds me of a story. I, walked, I, I was on uh, 50, Conan with 50 Cent, and I walked into a room full of black people, and I said, which one's Fitty? <laughs> I didn't know which one... <laughs> I had you, no idea. You really said that? I didn't know which one of Fitty was. Oh, you said that. I thought you said yeah. they oh said that. So it's the opposite of what yours said. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. But it reminded me. But, no, I, but it I reminded was, me of when it. When I was just starting out, somebody was like a friend of a friend of Larry Miller, who's an awesome comic. And somehow it got, basically I got an email saying, Larry, we'd be happy to talk to you. Here's his cell phone number. He's going to be driving on the road for like 45 minutes to an hour. So if you call him, he can talk to you while he's on the road. So I give him a call. He had no idea who I was. And he just started talking. At one point, I was just like, why are you talking? Like, why would you be willing to talk to me? You don't know who I am. And he said, we're brothers in arms. Like, we're all on, the- we're all, you know. And he was just giving you advice about comedy? Yeah, he let me ask yeah. him any question you know, I want. He's quite a political conservative. Did you know that? Yeah, but the whole point is that we were talking, but it's about comedy. I know, but which I, is I, cool. I know, but I know I'm you, okay you usually that. don't like that. So, listen. So, uh, yeah, we, we has to, to, do to wrap show. it up. Yeah, and I'm going to uh, Joe's pub now. Um, how, like how long to, are you playing there? Uh, until June. So let's go, Dan. Yeah. Let's all go. One yeah. I would love to see that show. Please. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll, yeah, all, please. we'll all go and then... Uh, I'll get tickets. We'll all go. And then, no, 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 no. We'll get you no, tickets. No, 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 no. And you no, get no. me a spot here. Well, I, I don't... You, Noam will give you a spot I'm whenever you well, want. Uh, no, I want to ask you and you ask Noam. No, Noam, you, can he have a spot? But don't tell him I asked you. No, my dub again asked me for a spot. I don't know where the joke and this is, but we'd be honored to have you... We'd be honored to have you perform here. Anytime uh, you want. And you can sing here and play the balalai, whatever that thing is you're smacking the, on. The, no, this is, cajon. we should hang out. Yeah, we should do the cajon and the percussion and the I oud. I would love that. That's a great musician we, as well. We play here on Friday nights sometimes, but I don't bring my Where? oud, but maybe I will be right here in the olive tree. And I also play in the underground. Right in the screen. We have a band in the underground, but we played acoustically, like very informal, which ah. I kind of prefer. Just here under the... So I bring the cajon, I bring oh, the darabuka, so and I play with that you guys. That would be so much fun. That would be so much fun. That would be great. Thank you for having me. No, Harris, Harris's dad plays harmonica, and he sat in with us one time. Yeah, that was an awesome. Oh, night. that's awesome. And yeah. then uh, and a couple I, weeks well, later, somebody told me Harrison, you played the flute. Or, no, I'm just a skin flute. <laughs> uh, a couple weeks later, Dave, Dave Chappelle brought in uh, Stevie Wonder's harmonica player, who I think is—is is he French? He's a black I guy, don't but know. I think he's French. Anyway, we have, we have black people in, in France. France. <laughs> no, but I think I think he's he's, he's an amazing harmonica player. You know what French people call black people? Is black. They say, uh, est-ce que tu vois le, le black? Le oh, they, yeah, they yeah, use they our say, word yeah. black. What, what do Ashkenazi call them? Le, 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 I don't know. <laughs> very, what you're no, no, very interesting because we have some words in France uh, that are like English words and they don't exist here. For example, if you, you were going to do an interview with a journalist on the phone, in French we call this a phoner. We call it too. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. So that's is totally ruining my. <laughs> I mean, what you, I've never heard of the phrase. Has he learned or nothing about comedy, Harrison? <laughs> Shut up, Harrison. <laughs> anyway, you can follow Gad at boner. Uh, what about a, a bone? What is a boner? That's an erection. Harrison knows. Oh, <laughs> Harrison knows that one. with a well, journalist. Yeah. With a journalist. Oh, you have a boner with uh, Miss. Uh, <laughs> the phoner. <laughs> so that's that's phone used to I'm gonna let you do the sign off, Dan. He's gonna well, go. All right. First of all, you can follow Gad at at Gad Amal on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. G-A-D-E-L-M-A-L-E-H. Yeah, this is very hard. Instagram and at Joe's, go to joespub.com, is it? Yes. For tickets and showtimes. And uh, thank you for coming, Gad. Thanks that so much. Uh, no, I would like to thank you guys because it gave me a great opportunity to have a real conversation with my friend Dan Natterman. Oh, I, can only, oh, I can only talk uh, on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Harrison, Harrison Greenbaum. At Harrison Comedy. At Harrison Comedy. Bye. <laughs>